You are listening to Way to Greatness, the podcast to help you find your way to reach your greatness. I'm your host, Rayshawn Collins. I will be your host on this podcast from here on out. I mean, it's my podcast, so it's not like there was a different host before, but I'm your host. This is episode one, something new for me for the Exotica brand haven't really taken the time to really funnel what it is that I've learned along the way into something I can give back to my core audience, my core peers, my fans, my customers, um, people that have been following the Exotica brand and following me in general, you know, and other things that I do also. What you're going to expect on this podcast is the things that I've learned along the way in pursuing my own success Aside from working a regular nine to five job and helping somebody else fulfill their dreams. Um, A little bit about myself. I'm born and raised in Philadelphia, North Philadelphia, born and raised, pretty much lived in North Philadelphia my whole young adult life. I moved to North Jersey when I was 25. So I'm up here in Brick City, Newark, New Jersey. Uh, Interesting fact, my dad is actually from Plainfield, New Jersey. So him and my mom got together, which was, I mean, it's not out of the ordinary. He's from Jersey, my mom from PA. But um, my dad is not, he's from not too far from where I am now in uh, Newark, New Jersey. But bless his soul, I lost my father a few years ago. But yeah, here I am, Newark, New Jersey. Um, I went to school, graduated from Gratson, PA. I graduated from ITT Tech and Ben Salem, PA. Got my business degree online from Phoenix University. I uh, got a bachelor's in business. Out of school, you know, story is similar to a lot of people who go to school. Didn't get a job doing what I went to school for. I graduated from ITT and went right into finance. You know, I was working for one of the largest stock brokerage and banking companies in the world at that time. You know, this is before the crash of 2008, I'm going to say, started in 2005. But, um, yeah, I started doing finance, which I never went to school for, but something I was always interested in, you know, when you're in, like, middle school they start teaching you about ticker symbols and all of that kind of stuff i'm like oh this is cool that's what that means or whatever whatever you know so i got an opportunity to work in finance so i took it um but since then had a couple jobs um got into merchandising you know that is buying merchandise from vendors and putting it on the shelves for consumers to purchase so i did that for a few years and now I am a purchasing manager, corporate purchasing manager in Union, New Jersey. So, you know, those jobs are cool. They help pay the bills. They feed the fam. But it's not really what I want to do. And I identified that. You know, I'm honest with myself. I don't really want to, you know, some of the people that I work with are up in age, older than I am. My mom's aging older, you know, 60s and 70s and things like that. And I see them every day, every day. You know, it's one lady in particular. She's on a walker. I don't know how old she is. I'm 
I'm never going to ask that. But, you know, she's on a walker and she works in this corporate office. And I mean, you know, just coming back and forth to the cafeteria, coming up and down the hallway. She's on this walker. And I'm like, you know, it would be ideal, obviously, in a perfect world that this lady would not have to work to sustain her life in her condition. But the world that we live in now, nobody's taking care of you. Nobody's taking care of you. Social security don't do enough. You know, there's no other um, platforms or opportunities for people to be taken care of unless they built it into them lives themselves. So, you know, if you was working through your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, and you was putting that money away and you had all of this crazy insurance, then fine. You know, if you was like, look, I'm not fit to work anymore. I'm taking off. I'm retiring or whatever, whatever. You got money in the bank. You know, you got insurance or you got annuities. You got all of these things that you built into your life to make sure that if this ever happened, that you'd be taken care of. But the reality for most folks is that we don't do that. You know, a lot of people don't do it, especially where I'm from. Like I said, I'm from North Philly and I'm really from North Philly. You know, like I grew up with generations and generations of people that's from North Philly. And if you from any other urban areas, you know, any cities, any other ghettos, then things are the same wherever you go. Like I said, I live in Newark, New Jersey right now and you know you look around and it's the same thing I see when I was in Philly it's the same thing same people same situations same class you know they put us in classes so you know middle class lower middle class upper middle class whatever it's the same thing anywhere you go but um you know I determined that yeah, if I if if I have a say so in it that I don't want that for myself and who knows, you know, who knows what tomorrow brings. Maybe my dreams will come to fruition. If they don't, then I probably won't be here to see them not come to fruition. You know, if I'm lucky again, we don't know what tomorrow holds. But this is episode one of the new podcast, Way to Greatness. Um, episode one is going to be about celebrating your beginnings. That's the theme of today's episode. Um, So celebrating your beginnings, you know, taking the first step is the most difficult thing. Really, you know, it's like one of the most difficult things. That's why a lot of people don't get started. Naturally, as human beings, we're all creative. Everybody's creative. And, you know, everybody's had an experience where they were talking about something that they wanted to do to somebody else. And that person chimed in and said, oh, you know, I wanted to do something, too. I wanted to do this or I wanted to do that. Or you were talking about something that you wanted to do. And somebody was like, oh, you should try this or you should try that. You know, like anywhere you go, if you're talking about something creative, somebody's going to respond in a creative way because naturally we're creative beings. The problem is many of us don't take the steps that's necessary to bring our creative visions into reality. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about taking the necessary steps to bring those ideas that you have about making your life better or making the world better or the life for your kids or your family or whoever. It's to bring in those things into fruition and giving those things to the world. You know, when I was young, I heard this quote or this idea. I'm going to call it an idea. It was more of an idea than it was a quote, but it was like, you know, the purpose is to leave the world in a better state than it was when we got here. 
that's our purpose. And I think, you know, on a certain scale, that's something that anybody can adopt. Anybody can adopt that purpose and say, you know what, no matter what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave this place in a better state than it was when I got here. That's responsibility. Right? So, celebrate your beginnings. If you have an idea of something that you want to do for yourself, for your own success, for the things that you want in your life, for the things that you see for yourself and for your family and your loved ones and things like that, most of the times, the hardest step is to start. And a going theme that I've seen like across the world and anywhere I've went is that a lot of times people celebrate their failures, you know, and, and you know, you don't celebrate them, you don't throw a party for your failures, but you throw a pity party. People throw pity parties all the time when they fail that shit, they, they throw pity parties and they say, oh, you know, this didn't work out, that didn't work out because of this, because of that. And it's a pity party, you know, like people, oh, you knew I was working on this or whatever, whatever, you know, and you kind of want people to be like, okay, I acknowledge your failure, you know. And it's, it's subliminal in ourselves, you know, like we're trying to give ourselves a way to soften the blow of the fact that we didn't succeed at the thing that it was that we said that we was going to succeed at. And I think that's a it's a cop out. Number one, not not maliciously. You know, it's not I'm not saying like, you know, people just looking for a way to cop out because that's kind of ridiculous you know i don't think people have creative thoughts in their head just to tell it to somebody and then cop out when it don't work out that way so that's not what it is but when you say you're going to do something and you don't really have a plan in place it's that whole theme of if you don't plan then you plan to fail you know if you fail a plan then you plan to fail it's that whole thing but when you have an idea in your head and, you know, it's something that you can't sleep at night if you don't think about it, and every day you, you, you're in your waking life, you think about it, then maybe you should take the next step in formulating that into a plan of something that you can actually do. You know, break your goals down. Identify your goals. Identify what it is. You know, an idea is like... Oh, man, you know, everybody in my neighborhood ride rims. You know, everybody ride rims in my neighborhood. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up a rim cleaning shop. You know, you could come in, drop your car off. We'll take your rims off, polish them, clean them, dip them, or do whatever, you know. And then you'd be riding pretty for the next few months until you need to do it again. That's a good idea. You know, a lot of people these days and got nice cars. They like their tires. They like their wheels, right? That's a good idea. But now that involves a lot of different parts. But a lot of people leave it at the idea phase. That was a good idea. That was it. And what you find out is that eventually somebody else in the world had a similar idea. And now they got rim shops all over the neighborhoods. And then you're the guy that's sitting there telling stories at the bar like, yo, I had that idea in 1986. It don't matter if people believe you or not because you know you really did have that idea. But the problem is you didn't do anything about it. I believe because it's my reality that no matter what idea you have, you can break it down into steps until you get to step one. 
and the most important part is step one. You can have a grand vision. You take that grand vision, you reverse engineer, and you say, well, how do I get here? Right? This is my grand vision. This is what I see for myself. Now, how did I get there? Right? And then how did I get there? And then how did I get there? And you can work your way all the way back to the start where you had that idea. And you can say, this is step one. The most important part of engineering your own success is taking step one. And I think the reason that a lot of us don't take step one is because of the fear of the unknown. The fear of the unknown is I don't know how this thing is going to turn out. I got this idea, even if you figure out what step one is. I got this idea. I know what I want to do. I know how I want it to turn out. I could take step one, but what's going to happen six months from now? What's going to happen if I run out of money? What's going to happen if I don't get a building? What's going to happen if don't nobody patronize my business? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's all of the what ifs. And the what ifs kill it. The what ifs will kill your dream if you let it, right? But if you decide that, you know, fuck the what ifs, I'm going to take step one and I'm going to take step two and I'm going to take step three and I'm going to just walk this shit out, right? Like I'm going to walk it out. Then that's what you do. You don't let the what ifs impede your dream. And I think an incentive along that path is celebrating your steps, celebrating your beginnings. This podcast, right? This is episode one of something new that I've never done before. I'm going to celebrate it. A part of my celebration is actually doing it, right? I'm sitting here by myself, right? There's no crowd behind me. There's nobody else here. Nobody else in the room. It's one in the morning. It's after one in the morning. It's a Saturday night. I'm recording a podcast. People all over the world doing all types of different things. Don't matter. I'm here. It's 1 a.m. It's a Saturday night. I'm recording this podcast. That's a part of my celebration. You know what I'm doing? I'm celebrating the fact that I had an idea. I believe that this idea is going to contribute to my overall success. So I'm going to do it. That's a part of my celebration. Celebration don't have to be going out popping bottles and, you know, doing all of this fancy stuff. You know, a part of it is just acknowledging that you got over the fear to take step one. That's a part of the celebration. Now, when you hit 100 million in sales or profits or viewers or downloads or whatever, that celebration might look a little bit different. But you do have to acknowledge your own feats. You know, that'll help you along the way just to say that, you know what? I got over the fear of the unknown of doing it and what's going to happen because I actually just took the step. I'm not going to know what's going to happen until I take the step. So I'm going to take the step, celebrate those early beginnings and hold those things, you know, dear to you. You know, you don't have to compare yourself or or knock anybody else down, but you got to think about it. Think about a lot of the people that you interact with that talk about this and talk about that and talk about this and never make a move. So when you decide to make a move towards what it is that you want to do, celebrate yourself. You know what I'm saying? Tell yourself that you did a good job. Tell yourself that, you know, you deserve that success. You deserve that dream that you see at the end goal because you weren't afraid to take those steps that was necessary to get there. Now, on the flip side of it, you know, some some of us, we have that thing where we do things for fame 
or attention or instant gratification, you know, quick gains, quick flips and all of that, you know. If you are doing that, then this whole process of wealth and success and longevity, that's something different. This ain't for you. You know, if you just in it for instant gratification, then, you know, I, you know, those things, most of the time, they don't turn out real great. They short lived. You know, nobody really talks about that one thing you did that one time. I oh, remember that thing Ray did that one time. Yeah, that was cool. But what are you doing now? Like, what a boy at now? No, nope, you know, that's that's how that story go. But if you looking towards building a legacy, building wealth into your bloodline, into your family, leaving something for the people that depend on you, then those are the hard things that you have to do. Those are the processes that you have to endure. The ups, the downs, the hardships and all of that, you know. It's a cool story, you know, when you do something cool and everybody, you know, trends. Trends are cool stories. That was hot at one point. You know, that was cool at one point. Yeah, Ray contributed to that. That was cool. But what did that do for your longevity? Are you still coming up with cool things that people like for, you know, is that your thing? Is that what you do? You come up with trends and then you pass them on to the world and people like them and then they die out and you start a new trend. Is that your thing? Or was that just a a quick thought that you came up with, you dished it out and you never looked back? One hit wonder, you know, one hit wonders is cool. Remember that song that was hot for a few summers and now, you know, it's still a classic. You might get some residuals off of that still being paid, you know, played in, in here and there. But you're not getting the same response off of that as you would if that was your grind. You know, that thing that you did that was a part of your legacy, that was a part of your contribution to the world and the betterment of the world and the betterment of people and the betterment of yourself. So, again, this whole podcast is about starting something new. Celebrating your beginning, starting something new, doing something that you haven't done before, getting over the fear and, you know, moving a little bit closer to your end goal. Um, the whole fear of the unknown thing, it always got me, you know, they because they sell it to you. They sell it to you. Oh, it's the fear of the unknown, you know. Yeah, it's okay to fear the unknown because you don't know what can happen. That's almost like a fear tactic for me. It's like they kind of telling you that's okay to be scared. It's okay to be scared if you walking through the jungle at night with with no protection for yourself. But when you're talking about engineering your own success and fulfilling your dreams and things like that, it's not okay to be afraid. It's not okay to be scared of anything on any level. Because that fear of the unknown is the same fear that you should have when you wake up every day, if that fear was valid. When you wake up every day, you don't know what's going to happen. And I mean, you don't know what's going to happen to you. You don't know what's going to happen in the world. I'm an 80s baby. I was born in 1982. Since I've been here, all types of shit happened, you know. I was in college. I was in my first year of college when 9-11 happened. Never, ever saw that 
ever happening, right? Changed the whole world. 9-11 changed the whole world. And many things since then have just changed. Like you, you wake up one day, you never knew that this was going to happen. Next thing you know, we plunged into war. Next thing you know, the economy is shifting. Next thing you know, people is out of jobs. You know, now you're struggling for your job. The whole economy is struggling. They took away this program, that program for the city. Schools is getting, um, you know, taken over by the state. Like you never know what's going to happen when you wake up each and every day. So you should fear the unknown every day. If that point is valid, we should all just be one fearful race. But that's not reality. You know, it's only reality if you buy into that. So that whole, you know, it's okay to not start nothing new. It's okay to not go out there and see your dreams come to fruition because you should fear the unknown. That's bull. It's bull to me because, you know, you never know what's going to happen every day. You know, a lot of people don't wake up every day that's the fear of the unknown like i don't know no i don't know if i'm gonna wake up tomorrow nobody don't know if they're gonna wake up tomorrow nobody know when they're gonna go that's a fear of the unknown once you accept that fact that nobody don't know when they're gonna go nothing else should scare you fuck it you know what i'm saying like you might as well just go all in so that's kind of the tone of this podcast if you got an idea if you got something that you see is going to help you benefit your life and your life is going to help benefit somebody else's life. Go for it. Go for it. You know, no cliches, no, no one mics, no eight miles, no none of that. Just go for it. Break it down into steps. Reverse engineer your end goal. And that's just one end goal. You know, if I want to start a Fortune 500 company, that's one end goal. That's not the end, the end all the all. I'm not going to start a Fortune 500 company and that's the end of my legacy. That's the beginning of another part of my my overall legacy. But just don't be afraid to take the first step. Reverse engineer it into where you got to go. Reverse engineer that into where you need to start from. Don't be afraid to step 100 or step 20 or step 10 before you take the first step. And, you know, and you'll be all right. You'll be all right. One foot in front of the other. That's how you walk. You know, all that other stuff is goofy and it's, you know, it's a fear tactic. And that's the that's the whole, you know, I got a bridge in Brooklyn if you want to buy it. That's that whole thing. You're always going to be broke. You're never going to be where you want to be. You're never going to fulfill your dreams because you bought into somebody else's lies. They sold your dream. Right. And you bought it. But not you, though, because you wouldn't be here. We would you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now if you bought everything that they sold you. So that's why we listen to way to greatness. A part of this journey is figuring out what you need to do to achieve the success that you need. You know, it's all good in all the philosophies and the quotes and, the, you know, the don't be afraid of this and the don't be afraid of that. But the truth of the matter is we need to find that way for ourselves to get started and to keep going that's what's going to help you on your way to that's what's going to help you define your way to greatness so there's this whole theme of like finding your way in the world right getting on the path finding the path and i mean like that's through religion that's through business, you know, anywhere you go, there's this whole theme of like finding your way in the world. 
but the way that they package it is like finding your way in the world is one thing like i lost my keys once you find your keys you can get in your car if you don't find your keys you can't get in your car so it's almost like if you don't find your way you can't get where you're going but once you find your way that's a guaranteed path for you to get to where you're going that's not true you know finding your way is not one thing finding your way is more like developing gps right before gps and this is funny because like i said i was born in the 80s so when i was like 17 18 first got a car if you wanted to go somewhere you had to ask somebody how to get there yo you know how do i get to the beach you know how do i get down to wildwood how do i get to atlantic city and they tell you, oh, you know how to get to this road, right? All right, once you get to that road, you go to the end, and then you're going to see the sign. The sign going to tell you, go here, you go there, you go there, you go there, right? But eventually somebody was like, oh, you know, well, they got this technology now, and they got this technology now. Let's create this thing to where as though people don't ever have to ask for directions again. Now they can just take this little device and plug in their coordinates where they try and go, and then they can get there. It's the same idea with finding your way. You're not picking up a GPS and saying, here's my way. But you're developing an inner software to say, I know where I have to go, right? No matter if there's traffic, no matter if there's a flood on this road, no matter if one of my tires blow out on the car, no matter if the car break down, I know where I have to go and I have to get there. That's finding your way. It's when you determine for yourself that this is where I have to go. This is what I have to do. And there's no turning back. Once you set out on that road, it's like, well, I have to get here. I can't say I'm going back home because it started raining or one of my tires blew out or I lost the car. You have to find another way to get there, even if you have to walk. That's finding your way. Is once you tell yourself, this is my reality, I know what's going to make my life better. If I turn back around, my life is either going to be the same as it was when I started out or it's going to be worse. And that's not what I'm going to accept. That's finding your way. And then what happens is you never lose sight of what it is that you're trying to achieve, whether you, you know, you lose your way. The road, there's, there's no fork in the road. The road turns into a dirt path or whatever. You still know where you have to go. You just got to find a new way to get there. And then what happens with, you know, with the GPS? Every few years or so, you got to update the software because the roads change. They didn't build a new highway here. You know what I'm saying? Like this one area was underdeveloped. Now it's developed now. So with your software that you develop for yourself, you always got to revisit that. You got to look at the world at those times and you say, well, how are things now? And again, you know, when I was growing up, the Internet was not as readily available for everybody at all times as it is now. So back in the day, when I first started doing music or making T-shirts, getting that product out there was different. You had to have it in the store. You know, you had to have somebody sponsoring it. You had to you had to have a big label behind it. You had to have a lot of money behind it. Those things have changed. It's not the same thing as today where you can just pay for a domain name, have some website up, 
have some space out there on the internet do some word of mouth do a couple promotions you could literally blow up off of just you know due diligence and and just sticking with the plan it's it wasn't the same you know 15 years ago like literally 15 years ago it wasn't the same so you know you have to update that that software well i still know where i need to go things might have changed in terms of how it gets done you know from yesterday till today but the end goal is still the same i still want to be successful i still want to do this thing i still want to you know engineer my own success i don't accept that going to work nine to five and getting a two percent bonus every year as success for me that's not what i want to do so you just adapt and you adjust and you say this is what i'm going to do now this is how I adapt my plan. This is the, these are the new skills that I need to learn to make my 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 dream come to fruition. And that's what you do. And it's you know, it's tough at times, but so is life. So is life. If you do nothing, if you do nothing, if you wake up every day and just go with the program, go to your job every day. You know, take care of your kids, pick them up from school, go grocery shopping, do laundry, pay your bills, do all of that. You're always going to get a wrench in the game. You can probably map it out and say, damn, you know, every seven years I get a big wrench in the game. You know, I mean, like there's patterns and shit like that. But no matter what, like if you do nothing, life is still going to throw you curveballs. You're not going to have a smooth ride. But if you have an idea in your head that might propel you a little bit forward, you could deal with those situations a little bit better. Like, damn, you know, car just broke down, but I got money to fix it. You know what I'm saying? They just increased my rent, but I got money to pay it. Shit, I got money to move into a different neighborhood. I don't, you know, I don't think that I should pay this amount for living in this place. I'm just going to bounce. You know, you can adapt to the changes in your life if you decide to put in that fight. You already got the idea. You already have plans. You already know that it's something that you can do. So put that fight up because even if you don't do that, you're going to have to put up a fight in life at some point in the time. You're going to have and, and frequently, not just once, you know, you're not just going to have to fight once. Some people might have got through middle school, elementary school, high school without having to fight. But you're not going to get through life without having to put up a fight. So you might as well start training. You might as well start figuring out what you're strong at, figuring out your weaknesses, working on your weaknesses, making them stronger, making your strength stronger. And just becoming a warrior. And you you gonna have to. You're gonna have to. We all have to. You know? There's no sitting back. Because if you think you can sit back and that things is gonna happen smoothly, it don't work like that, right? The earth is revolving at hundreds of thousands of miles a minute. A second. And then that's spinning around the sun at millions of miles a minute. Uh, I, I mean, I might be a little bit exaggerating. It's more like millions of miles an hour. But if you sit there and you don't do anything, all of that's still going on. And you think there's not going to be no bumps in the road when you're just taking a free ride. Not that you think that. But if you think that, that's not true. <laughs> you know, that's why it always happens, you know. And it's cool. It's natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you hit some bumps in the road. But... At times, you're not going to have anybody to rely on. 
even if you have the best support system, there's going to be some times when nobody can do anything for you. There's going to be times when only you can do something for yourself. So what better way to support the people that's been supporting you by saying, you know what, I'm going to fight my way out of this one until I can't fight no more. And then that's it. You know, that's what your way to greatness is. That's your way to greatness. That's how you get to your greatness It's saying, you know what, I'm going to be prepared to fight even if I don't have the tools. Even if I get faced with a fight that I'm not prepared for, I'm still prepared to fight. That's your way to greatness. You know? And a part of that is when you can, <laughs> what would you say? Like when you, uh, a part of that is when you're considering your ideas, when you're sitting there conjuring up your plans and your ideas and the things that it is that you want to do. It's what you really tell yourself at the end of the day. Because, you know, in our culture, like many people, we have the time, the, the, we have the, what'd you say? We have the tendency. We have the tendency of talking up our dreams and our plans and things. And we, and we bring them up in common conversations at the bar, at the cookout. And you telling people like, what you going to do next? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, you know? And that's cool. And there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes we talk ourselves out of doing what we actually say we're going to do. Because what happens is when you start talking about people, about your your plans and your goals or whatever, you know, you get a reaction from them. Naturally, you tell somebody something, you know, you can the only time you're not going to get a reaction from somebody. If you're talking to a brick wall, but you're telling somebody else your plans and your goals, they're going to respond to it. But then what happens is we start to internalize those responses and we start to believe them. Now, that could be good or bad, you know, because if you got a, a, a support system where everybody believes in you and they want to see you do good and they're telling you, yeah, go for it, go for it, go for it. That's going to amp you up. But the reality of the situation is that everybody that you tell your goals to is not going to feel that way, whether they want to or not. You know, everybody's not going to be rooting for you all the time. You might just catch somebody on a bad day and you're telling your jeans and they just not they're not trying to hear it. And you might take that and internalize it and take it the wrong way. And now you defeated yourself. You know, and that's just natural. That's just, you know, it's natural. So I'm not going to say don't talk up your your goals and things. You know, I don't. I don't, you know, until it comes to fruition, until I'm actually doing something and I have something to promote. And I say, yo, check this thing out that I'm doing. I don't really go around like, yo, I'm going to do this next. I'm going to do that next or whatever, whatever. You know, I do it first. I put it in the I put it in the action. And then I say, hey, what do you think about this? You know, check this out. This is what I'm doing now. You know, you know, if you want to buy it, you can buy it. Or if it's not for sale, you know, just check it out. Listen to it. Tell me what you think or whatever. But at least I gave myself the chance of taking that step and going out there and doing it before I told somebody that I was going to do it and waiting for their reaction and then taking their reaction and say, ah, maybe I shouldn't do that. You know, maybe that's not a good idea. Because somebody else thought it wasn't a good idea. But I thought it was a good idea. That's why I said it to somebody else. So I never do that. I never do that. And even if I did, if it, even if I had a plan on doing something and I was one, one foot out the door and I mentioned it to somebody before I actually took step one, whatever their reaction is, is not going to stop me from taking that step. I already made the determination in my mind that this is the thing that I'm going to do. That's why I'm sitting here doing this podcast at two in the morning (laughs) but you know set yourself up for success don't let other people set you up for failure one more thing before we wrap this thing up 
there's there's a lot of ideas that we'll have throughout life if we stick with our creative nature. All of those ideas may not be in the right season in our lives. They may not be in the right time for us. I want to build a supercar that that flies or something. You know, I want to build an airship or something like that. But I haven't even got my logo business off the ground. Right? Like something that doesn't require a manufacturing plant. So that thing is not in the right season of my life. If that's something that, you know, I have an idea in my head. I can write the plan down. I can write that vision down. I can write what that business and what that thing will look like for the world. But right now, I really can't pursue building a manufacturing plan and getting that off the ground when I don't have the money to fund it. I don't have the necessary skills to build it. I don't even know how to articulate the plan, right? So that might be something that's just on my bucket list of success. But the things that I have, if, if that was my dream, let's just say that was my only dream, was to start a, a manufacturing plant to build airships for people to fly around the world on their own. Then I have to re, reverse engineer that all the way back to where I am now and know what the first step is to get that thing off the ground, right? Now, that's not the only idea that I have, though. There's other ideas that I have that are not as grand and not as intricate that I can get off the ground that can probably fund and fuel and propel that vision forward. So that's what I meant by, you know, if you get this dream off the ground and you and you see this all the way through, that doesn't have to be your end all deal. That can be the start of another dream. Yeah, I just started a hundred million dollar business. That's cool. What am I going to do next? Oh, I had that. Remember that idea I had in that book about, you know, starting this manufacturing plant to build airships for families in case, you know, shit really hit the fan. I got money to fund that now. I can go hire an engineer and see what it takes to build an airship. What is an airship? I just made that up, right? So starting at step one, starting at the ground level is almost uh, is like an elementary science. Know what that looks like for your life. How many ideas do you have? How frequently do you come up with ideas? Can you prioritize your ideas? Which ones are going to take the most resources? Which ones are going to take less resources? Which ones can you start now? What skills do you need to make those dreams come to fruition? And which ones require the most skills? Can you identify the skills that you need to get those dreams off the ground? And which skills can you acquire more readily? Know those things. Do that research. You want to start a logo business, you don't know how to draw. You can learn how to draw. Anybody can learn how to draw. Any learn, anybody can learn how to build a car. Anybody can learn how to build a house. Anybody can learn unless you have a learning disability. But if you don't have a learning disability, you can learn anything. It's real. That's real rap. You know, I, I, I find the research to prove me wrong. But, you know, in our everyday pursuit of our own success Know the skills that you need to get your thing off the ground. And if you don't have those skills, acquire those skills. Do a self-inventory. I do those all the time. You know, this podcast, 
Self-inventory. I never did a podcast before. What do I need to get the podcast off the ground? Got to get a microphone. Okay, cool. Boom. Which microphone do I need? What do people use for podcasts? Okay, boom. What about recording it? What about the software? What about this? What about that? Okay, I didn't have any of those things. I have a t-shirt shop. I can make t-shirts. I got all of the equipment to do that, but I don't have the equipment to do a podcast. Okay, let me do a little bit of research. I have this idea, though. I have this information that I want to get out. I have people that I care about that I think want to hear this information. What do I need to get this information to them? Did the research. Found out what it was that I needed to do. Found out what it was that I needed to acquire. Okay, might take me a couple weeks to get a microphone and the software and all of this and all of that, but I made it happen, right? And that's it. It wasn't as grand as a goal of building a manufacturing plant to get airships off the ground. But look, now we're here, right? So start, just start, <laughs> just start. And if you need help starting, reach out, you know, that's what this podcast is for. That's what this podcast, that's why this podcast is called Way to Greatness. The podcast to help you find your way to make your own success. So. Some questions I can help with, you know, I've been doing this for a while. I've been on this business journey for a while. You know, I've been like doing different business ventures for a while. You know, I know I know a little bit of stuff. I don't know a lot of stuff. I don't know everything, but I know a little bit of stuff. So I'm going to wrap up episode one. Um, I didn't really plan for it to go as long as it did. But again, I didn't plan. I didn't plan that part of it. I did not plan that this podcast is going to be. 15 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever, whatever. I'm not going to plan each episode out and say, you know, I'm going to talk to this person or that person or whatever, whatever. This thing is just going to go. It's just going to go. And th- that's how life is, you know, and we find that out. You'll find that out. You can plan your life out and say, I'm going to get married by this time. I'm going to be rich by this time. I'm going to retire by this time. And if you're lucky, if the universe is, if the universe agrees with you, then that'll happen that way. But if that's really not meant for you that way, then it's not going to look exactly the way that you planned it. And in actuality, you know, if we could all plan our lives and just live them out like that, that would be boring as fuck. <laughs> that would be boring as fuck. It's just you just wrote a book and then just lived it. I don't, you know, I don't really think nobody, you might want to, because, you know, you might have had some hardships in your life, and you'd be like, well, if I could have avoided those, then that would have been cool, I would have wrote that book to avoid those hardships, but 94 chapters in, you'd have been like, man, this shit is old, I already know what's going to happen, because I wrote it, that's why life is unpredictable, but it doesn't have to be sad, it doesn't have to be mundane, it doesn't have to be gray, It could be colorful. It could be bright. It could be exuberating. And that's what we want to achieve. You know, when we leave here, when we slide into our graves, battered and bruised and man, that was one hell of a ride. So. This is the end of episode one of Way to Greatness. I look forward to doing a ton more of these things and, you know, developing this thing into something beautiful and and really beneficial for people because you know i want to leave this place in a better condition than it was when i got here and you know i had a rough time so far so 
anything I could do to make it a more beautiful places. <laughs> you know, that's uh that's cool with me. So I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Until then, be light, be love, and grind. Peace.